Are you tired of Earth? Ready to get away? Honey, I'm home. Oh, darling, I'm so glad you're back. I've had the most awful day you can imagine. The housekeeper was arrested by the hunter police. The beach cleaning service says they're short-staffed again and they can't send anyone until March. There wasn't any real meat at the store. The children won't stop biting me. And to top it all off, that... that hussy Margarita was bragging to everyone at the club about her trip to Neo-Paris. Oh, can't we go away somewhere, darling? Somewhere even nicer than Neo-Paris? I know just the place. Let's all go to Londonian. Londonian? But isn't that an old colony? Won't it be crumbling and dangerous? Not at all. Unlike most colonies, Londonian has been maintained to an Earth-like standard. And with only 5 million people living in a colony built to house 30, you'll enjoy an Earth-like lifestyle too. On Londonian, you can enjoy old world charm and thanks to a recent renovation by the Federation government, you won't have to miss out on modern amenities either. Oh? When did they start renovating the colony? Was that after Char? <laughs> Let's not ask questions that aren't in the script, darling. I'm sorry. I'm just so curious to learn more about the wonderful world of Londonian. And you're not the only one. Hi, I'm Tom Thompson host of Tom's Tepid Takes, the third highest rated talk show on FedSpan. But today, the Tourism Board of Side One has asked me to tell you about Londonian, our oasis in space. Here on Londonian, you'll find a bustling economy, happy citizens, a thriving art and music scene, gourmet dining, gorgeous parks, and much, much more. I've heard that the weather can get pretty nasty in the older colonies. I'm glad you mentioned that, because on Londonian, our patented weather control algorithm ensures that it is perfect light jacket weather nine months out of the year. I love light jacket weather, but what about our horrible monster children? What am I going to do with them? Why not drop them off to spend the day at Genkiland Amusement Park? Or just let them run wild. Nothing bad ever happens to unattended kids on the lawns of Londonian. That's right, folks. Londonian could be the new home of your dreams. But act now while you still can. And that's a wrap. Good work, everybody. I think the client is going to be so happy with this one. Anyway, you were never going to guess who I ran into at the Schrodinger Society for Ambiguous Survival last week. I'll give you a hint. Their name has a number in it. That really doesn't narrow things down as much as you would think. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Thompson? Miss Tishvale? What is it? What's wrong? Char Aznable is deorbiting Fifth Luna. He's going to drop it on Lhasa. Oh my god. The FedSpan offices are there. The whole network. Our co-workers. They won't be able to get out in time. All those hosts with better time slots than mine. How dreadful. Oh my god. What? You knew. That's why you agreed to do this ad on location in Londonian. Somehow you knew this was going to happen and you didn't tell anyone. That is a very serious accusation, Tish. The sort you don't want to make without evidence. And I guarantee that you aren't going to find any. Ugh! 
sooner or later, you're going to slip up, Thompson. And I'm going to be there, ready to broadcast it to the whole Earth sphere. Great. But in the meantime, we have a network to rebrand. Now, which do you like better? The Thompson News Network or Radio Free Londonian? Ma'am, I have the marketing department on the line for you. Thank you. Hi. Yes, I want to talk to you about my new business cards. Yes, they're very nice. I appreciate the subtle coloring, the tasteful thickness. Mm-hmm. I, yes, I noticed the watermark. The issue is my new title. It should read, Nina Nina's Daughter, Director of Public Relations for Neozeon. No, these say Nina Nina's Daughter, Director of Political Retaliation. It's an entirely different department. Okay, thank you. And they'll be ready in time for the big speech at Sweetwater? Okay, great. Sorry about that, everyone. Let's get back to it. The brass plans to publicly reveal the Axis drop operation to the whole Earth sphere in just a few days, so we need to get our messaging strategy in line ASAP. You five are the best, brightest, most still-alive interns from Haman's Neo-Zeon channel. What have you got for me? How about this one? As the true heir of Zeon Daikun and an ally of Lady Haman, Shar Aznable will fulfill the promise of the Principality of Zeon by smashing the Earth Federation once and for all. Good energy, good passion, and I really like the destiny angle. But the focus groups have expressed a lot of hostility toward the Zabi family and Haman. Can we distance ourselves from them somehow? Maybe the message needs to be something like, it is Shar Aznable's destiny to discipline the people on Earth. Oh, that's good. <laughs> people hate those Earthnoids. I have a list right here, actually, of epithets we can use for them. Uh, vermin, scum, snobs, elites, rats. All the classics, really. There's a lot of buzz on Chirper about something called Infrastructure Week. What if we really hammer on the decrepit condition of Sweetwater and the other colonies? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, throw in some vague statements about making a government, like, by and for the refugees of prior wars. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No one said anything about government by the refugees. Yeah, just put it down as government for the refugees, then. No one's going to notice the difference. Hey, people really hate wars, right? What if we say we're doing this to end war? Which war? This war? Oh no, I meant wars. Like, all of them. Hmm. I heard from my nephew that young people are really into portmanteaus. So I'm thinking, what if we call it the Axis Dropperation? Give it a cool, fun, youthful vibe. Mm, what about the ecology angle? Like, the people on Earth do nothing but pollute the planet. So to save the environment, we need to cause an extinction-level asteroid strike and then irradiate whatever survives? Hmm, there might be some issues with this one. And people like naps. Maybe we can frame the nuclear winter as, like, the Earth taking a nap. You know, we're not destroying it. We just want to give it a nice rest. We get unbelievable engagement whenever we post pictures of the Supreme Commander grappling with Lieutenant Ray. But what if we play up the personal rivalry angle? You mean, like, we started this whole war and we're threatening to wipe out the population of Earth just so the captain can have a big sweaty punch-up with his longtime rival? Doesn't that sound just impossibly self-centered? Outrage drives engagement? 
Well, I think we've got some great ideas here. I will pass them along to the brass. They'll probably pick one or two to focus on, and we can go from there. Just remember, the most important thing is that we stay consistent in our messaging. <laughs> Next item on the agenda, the captain's personal life. Uh, there's actually some good news for once. I think we have finally managed to bury those unsavory stories about his relationships with young girls. The captain has agreed to be more affectionate with Lieutenant Nanai in public, and communications will continue censoring any Znet searches for Lala. It should be smooth sailing from now on, as long as that Gune kid doesn't break his NDA, and nothing happens to remind people of the rumors. Okay, Tom, we're going live in three, two... Good evening, and welcome to Tom's Tepid Takes, the number one rated show on the Thompson News Network. Tonight, I'm joined by the dashing and magnificent Adenauer Pariah, Federation Vice Minister for Colonial Affairs. Mr. Pariah, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to sit down with me today. It's my pleasure. As your listeners know, I, and the Federation government, believe firmly in the importance of a free and fair press. Then let's get to it. Rumors are swirling here on Londonian about possible negotiations between the Federation and rogue warlord Shar Aznable. Would you care to comment? I'm glad you asked. Because I'm pleased to announce here, for the first time, that we have successfully negotiated a peace treaty with Mr. Asnable, which is to take effect immediately. In fact, once this interview concludes, I will be leaving Londonian to personally oversee the surrender and disarmament of the Neo-Zeon fleet. That's quite the impressive bit of diplomacy, Mr. Pariah. In fact, some people are saying that it was you who personally negotiated the armistice with Mr. Shah Asnable himself. <laughs> well, that's true, but I really can't take all the credit. Today's peace deal would never have been possible without the work of countless people on both sides. Even so, it must have been difficult to talk a zealot like Zeon's Red Comet out of his plan to annihilate the Earth. No, not at all. Not at all. Like any politician, Mr. Asnable talks tough in public, but that's just how you establish a strong bargaining position. In private, Zeon's supreme commander is a courteous, reasonable fellow. We share the same concern for the welfare of space noids, and I'm confident that we'll be able to work together in the coming years as he adjusts to the demands of governing a colony like Sweetwater. A bright future that we can all look forward to. Now, if you don't mind, I'd like to turn to the recent disaster in Lhasa. Oh, uh, actually, I'd much prefer if you didn't get into that. The whole Federation is extremely thankful that you were able to escape the recent tragedy. Uh, yes. <clears throat> yes, but even so, it's important that we acknowledge the scope of this tragedy. Countless landmarks and cultural relics were destroyed, and serious damage was done to the region's economy. Of course, many people were also killed. Hmm? Oh, uh, yes. Tragic. Tragic. And I imagine this represents a significant setback in your efforts to restore the Earth's ecosystem. Absolutely. In fact, the Jared Mesa Memorial Zoo and Wildlife Rehabilitation Center in Lhasa 
was one of the Earth Sphere's foremost institutions supporting efforts to stabilize the populations of endangered species. Yes, I remember reading that after that tragic accidental nuclear detonation in the Amazon during the GRIPS conflict, all the surviving populations of endangered rainforest metaphor chimpanzees were relocated to Lhasa. That's right. I'm told the Wildlife Service remains hopeful, but it seems likely that the fifth Luna attack marked the final extinction of that noble species of primates known for forming family bonds just like yours. Family, family bonds just like yours. Just like yours. Hey, Tom. Family bonds. The sound guy is doing that thing again. Hey. Hey. Knock it off. No existential horror on company time. Thank you, Tish. Now, Mr. Pariah, I would like to address some scurrilous rumors that have been floating around here in space. Ah, well, regrettably, my ship will be leaving soon, and- Despite the tragic loss of life in Lhasa, it seems that all the high-ranking government ministers were outside the capital during the attack. Some conspiracy nuts out there are saying that Federation leaders may even have colluded with Neo Zeon. What would you like to say to those people? Look, people need to understand that the business of governing the Earth sphere is complex and frequently requires officials like myself to leave the capital on government business. Really, this tragedy is the result of a catastrophic failure by military intelligence. Once the present crisis has been dealt with, I intend to initiate sweeping reforms within the Federation forces. In particular, you can be sure that the commanding officers of the Londo Bell Task Force who proved unable to stop Shar from dropping the asteroid, will all receive appropriate punishments. But, sir, aren't you the one giving orders to Londo? Uh, hmm? Yes? Ah, I see. Thank you. My assistant just reminded me that you were not away on business when Fifth Luna fell. In fact, you left Lhasa just a few hours before the announcement by FedNet about the impending asteroid strike. I, well, my daughter, her behavior was, that is... To say, there was a woman, and look, Kathy is perfect. It was absolutely... Mm. And yet it seems... This interview is over. And you listen here, Thompson, or whatever your name is. When I get back from Luna 2, I'm going to make sure that you never work in this business again. And you, technology peon, cut the feed now. Tom, what was that? I... I don't know what happened. I thought he'd have a better alibi ready to go. But then, once we started talking about it, something came over me. That was incredible. I think you might have just spoken truth to power. I'm gonna be sick. No, Tom, you did a good thing. Good. It was like you were possessed by the spirit of the truth. I'll get you a bucket. I guess I'm wondering what comes next. If I'm honest with myself, I think I've been wondering what comes next for a long time. Ever since the Titans. That's what I miss most about those days. The sense of certainty. Like I knew exactly where things were going and how I was going to get there. It wasn't always easy or clean and I made mistakes. I probably killed more interns than I had to. But I was part of a team. Thompson always had my back. But more than that, we, uh, we shared the same world. 
I know that doesn't sound like much, but when you work this kind of job, you're always living in two realities, the one you're in and the one you create for other people. If something happens to someone you'll never meet, living somewhere you'll never go, none of that is real to you. But the story about it that you hear on the news, that's real. Even if it never happened. Thompson understood that. He knew we were the gatekeepers of the shared reality for the whole Earth's sphere. But somewhere along the way, he'd lost perspective. A filter works best when no one knows it's there, undetectably coloring everything. But he wanted to be noticed. His ego got the better of him. It's been so long now that I can't remember which one of us betrayed the other first. I hate him for it. But I'd give anything to get back what we had. I'm afraid that's all the time we have for today. Your feelings are valid. Thank you for using iGenki, the Earthsphere's number one automated therapy app for Haro. You have two sessions remaining on your plan. Don't forget to rate us five stars in the app Agora for a chance to win one free session. Press any key to hear your algorithmically selected aphorism for today. Your algorithmically selected aphorism is, sometimes love and hate are two sides of the same coin. Ma'am, it's time for the broadcast. Yes, thank you. I'll be out in a moment. Thompson, I'm about to do something extremely wicked. If you're near a TV, tune in to my broadcast. Hi there. Welcome to Gabaldi's authentic old-fashioned homestyle wood-fire brick oven Granada-style Sicilian pizzeria and soda fountain downtown Londinian branch. What can I get for you today? Hey, Six. Is Mr. Gabaldi around? Sure is. He's in the back chewing out the new delivery guy. You want I should get him for you? Would you? You got it. Hey, boss! There's a customer asking after you. Aspetta. Hang on a minute. Oh, sweet Marona Mia, the things I gotta put up with from the youth these days. This grazia. It's like nobody wanna work no more. I swears. Jimmy never would have stumbled in here two hours late, reeking of booze. Ah, Jimmy, he always reeked of other things. Good, honest smells, like desperation or gunpowder. Oh, hey, Miss Tishville. Oh, Mesquina, I'm sorry you had to hear all of that. Uh, what can I do you for? Can I get... A large pie with anchovies on one half, and synthetic soprasada on the other. And two extra salty Lieutenant Peppers, please. My boss is joining me. For a second there, I thought you was on a date, eh? (laughs) Nothing like that. Uh, You know... Please stop trying to set me up with your daughter. Oh, okay, alright, message received. You come heavy, Tish Tishvale. I respect it. Hello, Tish. Hello, Alfredo. Hey, who's the kid in the booth near the door? The one with the harrow? I don't know, looks like an army brat to me. He was muttering to himself when I came in. Something about a quest? Saving his girlfriend from sharks? Hey, you don't think that maybe he meant saving the girlfriend from Shaw? 
Oh, come on, that doesn't make any sense. Why would Char be interested in some 13-year-old's girlfriend? Oh, I almost forgot. Would you mind turning on NZC? There's supposed to be a major Neo-Zeon broadcast in a few minutes. Yeah, sure. Hey, you think this about that peace treaty? That could be big news for yours truly. You're not thinking about opening a restaurant in Sweetwater, are you? Uwey, Goomba! Even the Zeons deserve a delicious, lunar style of pizza pie now and then. The fleet that offered the Sweetwater refugees a great hope will surrender to the Federation. We have launched our ships in order to enter into a treaty of eternal peace with the Federation. This is the last glorious time the fleet will set sail to bring us refugees' independence and courage. The Neo Zeon fleet is on the move. But the Neo Zeon peace. A part of our colony hey, I forever. think I like the sound of that. Voyage, hey, once Neo I get Zeon to Sweetwater, it's going to be a time of eternal pizza, if you know what I'm saying. Well, guess it's all over now. Tish, get your things. We're leaving Londonian. What? I worked side by side with Nina's daughter for years. You think I can't tell when she's lying? There's no way that fleet is going to surrender. And if I'm right about what she's planning, then you and I are going to be the only two reporters on hand for what could very well be the story of the century. But where are we going? Axis. Hey, if you was headed to Axis, keep an eye out for my old lucky Haro. I think I lost it when I was shutting down our Axis location. Helms in turn, report. We're nearing Axis now, ma'am. The advance force has already destroyed the garrison and landed engineers to reactivate the engines. Our Ultra HD news gathering array is spinning up now, and all journalism squads are standing by at their stations. Good. Bring us close to the asteroid, but keep us away from any fighting. The Ninalan is built for broadcasting, not broadsides. And keep an eye out for- Contact! Long range, coming from the direction of side one. Is it a computer decoy? Confirming visual now. Confirmed. It's the Londo Bell Squadron. How many ships? Unknown. Too many dummies. Putting the camera feed up on the screen now. Enhance. 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 Zoom in on Quadrant B, Sector 13. That looks like a shuttle hanging back behind the rest of the fleet. Checking it against the database now. It's a FedSpan corporate shuttle registered as the Temptation. Oh, no, no, sorry, I, I read that wrong. It's the, uh, Tomptation? Ha! The fool has taken the bait. Now prepare the- Heat signatures detected! Missiles incoming! Evasive action! Put the asteroid between us and that fleet. Whatever happens, I want you to keep this ship safe! Yes, ma'am. But what are you going to do? I'm going to settle the score. Radio the mobile suit hangar and tell them to prepare the Knee Nightingale. So, you know this is a trap. Yep. But you're still going to fly out to Axis in this half-finished prototype mobile suit. Mm-hmm. And you have no idea what's going to happen. Right. Except that you think it's going to be newsworthy. More than just newsworthy, Tish. Hey, hand me that spanner. Thank you. <clears throat> this is going to be the biggest story of our lifetimes. It's going to make our careers... 
a dozen times over. And how exactly do you know that? <sighs> you wouldn't believe me if I told you. Try me. <sighs> okay. Ever since we came back to space, my dreams have been haunted by a spectral giraffe, a monster unbound from the strictures of linear time that pursues me relentlessly through a pink void. But sometimes it transforms into the ghost of my one true friend, a sentient Toblerone that I was forced to eat during my escape from the Kilimanjaro base. What? He whispers secrets to me while I sleep. Any sane person would take this as their cue to leave. If you don't want to come, why are we mounting a second seat in this mobile suit? Because somehow, against all odds, you always manage to be in the right place at the right time. And because the giraffe thing wouldn't even crack the top ten weirdest experiences I had back when you were still pumping me full of psychoactive drugs. Hey, you did stop drugging me, didn't you? Hmm? Oh, sure. Now, get settled in. We're ready to go. Fine. But you're riding in the jump seat. What? Why? Because I've piloted a mobile suit in combat before, and you haven't. Now strap in. It's kind of intimate cramming two people into one cockpit like this. Please stop talking, sir. You're just making it weirder. Tish Tishvale. High News Gundam. Launching. How many was that? Eight? Ten? Did they get access? Negative. The blast was too far out. Get us closer. I want footage of Londo Bell when they land on the asteroid. Oh, we are definitely gonna win a daytime Emma for this. Don't count your ostriches before they've stampeded through a bow of coup, Tish. Is that... Wait, what? It's a very common expression where I come from. Incoming! Mobile suit... No, mobile armor! What class? I don't know. It's not on the computer. It's huge! And it's got a gigantic... microphone! The Hyper Mega News Launcher. Neo Zeon Channel must have found the prototype on Grips 2. It's firing! Don't worry, Nina's daughter always misses the mark. Ah! Another hit like that and we're done for! What is this pressure? How could she... Uh, perhaps her vision is at last unclouded by... Don't care, didn't ask. I'm taking us in access before she can fire again. Hold on! Let's see, there's Axis. There's the Londo Bell Squadron. There's the Alpha... Does she need help? No, I'm sure she can handle a busted Rigazi and one Jagan. There's the flagship. Nanai girl bossing, as always. Okay, time to follow Thompson into the asteroid. There's the high news Gundam. The cockpit's empty. If I leave it, we can have a proper, fair fight when he comes back. <laughs> Why would I want that? Now, let's see where you've scurried off to, you little rat. 
we do not have time to interview the Rock Island demolition team. Now get in here! I think I just saw a Xeon normal suit. Why are we hiding in an old abandoned music store? With all the microphones and recording equipment, I figured it would be thematically appropriate for your big showdown. Really? No! It was just the quickest way to get off the street. Now shush! She's coming! Come out, come out, wherever you are! Ooh, a music store. That would be such a thematically appropriate setting for our final confrontation. Are you kidding me? We've got no choice. We have to take the initiative. As soon as she comes through the door, we start throwing instruments at her. Ready? Now! Eat maracas, Nina's daughter! Taste the fury of this accordion! Ah! Good throw, Tish. I'll finish her off. Have at thee! Ow! Did you just stab me with a violin bow? I think that one is for a cello, actually. There are some more bows over there. I was imagining that we'd have kind of an epic final duel with these. Don't you think we're getting a bit too old to settle all of our differences with sword fights? We're adults now, Thompson. We can just shoot each other. Wait! Do you hear that? The demolition charges! The floor! Nina, get back! Leave her! Drifting debris, bits of a crumbling city mixed with rock and space junk, Axis has split in half. We must have been near the fault line when the charges went off. Experts are saying that the remaining half of Axis will still fall to Earth, causing calamitous damage to the planet. This may be my final broadcast. Now here's Tom with the weather. The temperature inside my normal suit is a balmy 68 degrees Fahrenheit, but meteorologists are predicting a major heat wave in... about four minutes when we hit the atmosphere. Back to you, Nina. And now, sports. In the exciting World Championships of playing catch with this broken-down old Haro we found drifting through the asteroid, the score is Nina's Daughter 5, Thompson 3. Breaking news alert! What was that thud just now? Our eyewitness reporter, me, tells us that something must have struck the outside of the asteroid. Look, you can see it just breaking through the rock wall over there. It appears to be some kind of large red sphere. Surprisingly large, really. Hey, it's starting to glow. And so is the Haro. I think everything is glowing. No, but the Haro is glowing more. I'm gonna open it up. Where's the access panel on one of these? I think that one is first generation. Look for a switch on the side, near where it says Bethy. Good lord. Hey, I've seen that before. That's Psycho Frame. This Haro is stuffed full of Psycho Frame. We're hitting atmosphere. The psycho frame is resonating with my cyber news type powers. No, it's it's resonating with everything. Human wills are concentrated here. Everyone in the Earth sphere is watching. The ratings, Thompson. The ratings are unimaginable. Psycho frame resonance? What does that mean? Make a wish, Tom. It just might come true. Okay, okay, okay. 
I wish, wish, wish. This has been Content Creators of Axis, the final chapter in the story of Titans News Network anchors Nina Nina's daughter and Tom Thompson, as well as all the people and interns whose lives they ruined along the way. The roles of Nina Nina's daughter and Tom Thompson were played by us, Nina and Tom of Mobile Suit Breakdown. The remaining roles were performed by the MSB players. Thank you to Adam, Ali, Carmen, Edward, Janelle, Linny, Max, Sarah, Sean, and other Sean. Thank you also to all the listeners who performed cameo roles in the TNN and RFS seasons that preceded this one. Thank you to all the artists who made their music and sound effects available for us to use under Creative Commons licenses, including, in this episode specifically, Quiet Hours and Quiet Rain, both by Only Meath, Air by Jesse Spillane, Shiro Instrumental by Alsenseiter, be Calm Violin Track by String Factory, and Time Flux by Revolution Void. And thank you to each and every Mobile Suit Breakdown listener, as well as an extra thank you for everyone who has supported the podcast in any kind of way. It's only thanks to all of you that this little bit of experimental radio drama microfiction was possible. This is Tom Thompson, signing off. Mobile Suit Breakdown is written, recorded, and produced by us, Tom and Nina, in scenic New York City, within the ancestral and unceded land of the Lenape people, and made possible by listeners like you. The closing music is Long Way Home by Spinning Ratio. You can find links to the sources for our research, the music used in the episode, additional information about the Lenape people, and more in the show notes and on our website, GundamPodcast.com. You can get in touch with us on Twitter or Instagram at Gundam Podcast or by email at GundamPodcast at gmail.com. And thank you for listening. <laughs>